Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who recently joined the Poshmark app and are getting started on a reselling journey. We will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. Today, we will be talking about everything Black Friday. One of our favorite days of the year, right around the corner. But before we get talking all about the steals and deals of Black (laughs) Friday, (laughs) what is new this week? Well, we were together this week. I was in Arizona, as we talked about last episode. We did some sourcing while I was there, which was really fun. We went to the bins mm-hmm. and we had a heaping cart full between oh, yeah. me, you, and Macy. We were only there for like, how long do you think we were there? Like an hour or two? Like We only stayed for one rotation and we got there and the shopping had already started. So less than, I think it's like an hour and 10 minute rotation. So maybe like an hour, maybe oh, even wow. less. Because I feel like sometimes they start calling you off the floor before the hour's up, just since it does take them quite a bit of time to clear everything, you know? Right. But yeah, it was a very, very fast, fast trip, but we filled a whole cart. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Just get in, get out, <laughs> move on. As <laughs> little time in the bins as possible. Yeah. We also went to Plato's Closet while I was in town. We used Taylor's 20% off coupon that she so nicely saved for when I was able to share it with them. And that was really fun too. There was a lot of items that I saw there that I probably would have bought if I was by myself, but I was feeling self-conscious like <laughs> with extra eyes on the purchases. So I, A little judgment. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I wanted to make sure all my items were really, really good. So I think I only got like five or six things, but, but yeah, I came back with about 25 items in my suitcase and it was a really fun trip. How full was the suitcase? I never saw you pack it up. Oh, there was, we could have, we could have. Room to spare? Yeah. I think last time I came to visit, we went to like six different thrift stores, like literally. Because we went to three Goodwills in one day. So this time was We had a lot of plans this weekend, so we didn't, (laughs) didn't have as much time for thrifting. Yeah. But definitely worth bringing the second suitcase. I know everyone's talking about daylight savings time. So I'm just well, gonna I'm not. Pile, I'm just going to pile <laughs> on and it's really throwing off my schedule as a part-time reseller because it gets dark at like 5 p.m. Photography so, hours. Yeah, so I was like okay, this is clearly not going to work. I want to list all this stuff. So during my lunch break one of the days, I just like I just cranked it out and photographed all of them and then that night I was able to list them all, but yeah, something to keep in mind if your state observes daylight savings time, which I think everyone does except for Arizona, your state. So, yeah, it is kind of nice though now because we're usually two hours different, but now we're only one hour different, which is true. Nice. <laughs> I don't have to text you so late at night <laughs> for you. <laughs> for sure. 
Yeah. So Maddie was in town. It was my 30th birthday. I know we've talked about this last week. And if you follow us on Instagram, we were talking about it there too. But yeah, it was my 30th birthday on Sunday. And we had Maddie come into town the Wednesday before. So we did some had some productive days. Maddie was working. We talked about that. We would go thrifting after she was done. And then we had our dad and our stepmom, Kristen, were in town because it was also parents weekend this weekend at ASU. So that was super fun to see them. Um, and obviously our one sister, Macy, is always in Arizona. So she was around the whole time. And then we had our cousin Shelby and her husband, Mike, come into town over the weekend. And then they stayed a few days. So I honestly feel like I've been on vacation for like a week. Like it was kind of weird yesterday now that everyone was gone. Like I'm like, okay, back to back to work on my posh. Yeah. Yeah. Quiet house, getting things back, back in order. And luckily we did do that sourcing late last week. So I had some stuff to still list from that. And one thing that we had going on for my 30th birthday reselling related was I was doing my $30 sale. Um, Yeah. A couple like takeaways from that. First of all, the sale was originally supposed to run like Thursday through Sunday. And I ended up extending it a couple days more on that later. But the best thing about this sale was this is the first sale where we've gotten to use the new feature that we talked about with sending out those messages in bulk. That is like game changer because (laughs) in the time it used to take to send a hundred messages, you can send like a thousand messages using that feature. I think we talked about that last week too, but just had to throw it out there. Using it the full official sale was just amazing. And I feel like I was doing really good on sending the messages out on like Thursday, the day when the sale started, because you know, you were here, Maddie, you were working. So I was like plugged in in the morning, working on my posh, sending out all those offers, following up with people, doing the whole nine yards. And same with Friday. But then starting like Friday night, I feel like we had plans basically the whole time for the next like the whole weekend and then into not a the lot week. of alone time yeah <laughs> i literally felt like i was on vacation but i'm happy to report it was still probably my best sale ever which has been awesome because i literally feel like i was just on vacation the whole week besides sending out those few messages on thursday and friday and then i ended up extending the sale only because typically on like the last day of the sale which was going to be sunday um that is when we would kind of go through and send like a follow-up message saying like last chance to shop by sale. Yeah. Cause a lot of times during the sale, people like kind of start shopping. And then as you know, they sometimes don't pull the trigger, but then you can send them that follow-up and then they do end up buying it. Some of them do, but Sunday was my birthday and yeah, I just took the day the off. The day got away from you. <laughs> the day got away from me. And then on Monday, um, we actually had a day trip. We went up to Sedona and kind of hung around there. So again, I just wasn't really dialed in on my posh. So on Tuesday night and Wednesday morning, I decided I'm like, I'm going to send the last call messages still just since like some of these people already know about the sale. It's only a couple of days later. I could still make a yeah. few more sales. So with that, I think I almost made $1,700 during the sale period. Nice. So that is like, so exciting strong start to the month plus like i said i was not feeling like i was working that hard kind of a win-win yeah would you do a birthday weekend sale again or would you consider like 
moving it like if you had a lot of plans again next year would you like move it to a different weekend i would do it again because or... i think there was a little bit of hype around it being my birthday i was kind of not sure if that would play any type of role in it but like everyone who bought something said happy birthday to me it seemed like it added a little extra excitement to the sale um i think i would just plan whatever agenda we have going on for like if we're doing anything for a birthday or whatever I'm running the sale for, just making sure that I have like a clear date at the end of the sale to do that follow-up. Cause all I kept doing was just changing the little like listing that I had that said I was having a sale in my closet. I just kept extending the end date on there. I'm sure no one was really looking at it that closely, but I, I, th I think it's doable. It, especially with that bulk messaging, it, running a sale isn't like a whole ton of work. A lot yeah. of the work, I did for the sale was in the prep. And I think what made it a successful sale was I had a ton of stuff that could be included in that two for 30 price point. And that's because I've been going to the bins a ton at the end of October, kind of the gear up for that. Right. Nice. So I don't know if I would just like run a sale on a whim, but if you've been like planning to have one and I feel like I was able to start the sale off strong on Thursday and Friday. Cause I was more plugged in on those days than Saturday and Sunday. Um, right. But overall, it was a pretty good sale. My best sale was Friday. I don't know how that compares to my other sales. I have to kind of go look back and analyze the the data a little bit. But do you want to tell them what you have going on this weekend? So I'm running a sale as well this weekend. I'm doing the Name Your Own Price sale again. I really liked it last time. Mm -hmm. Just the lowball offers just get to you, though. <laughs> Last time I ran the sale, I was keeping all these notes on like how many messages I sent, how many offers I got, how many low balls, how many sales I made each day. And I really should be doing that again because like last time I really only got maybe like six low ball offers, but they mm -hmm. just stick with you. <laughs> I feel like I really have only gotten a couple over the last couple of days, but they just... Well, it's just not exciting you. when you, you get excited seeing that you got an offer and then you click on it. And then it's, and it's like, like, well, wah, can't wah. accept that. Yeah. But it's going well so far. I've sent out <laughs> messages to all of my shoppers since December 2020. <laughs> <Woohoo>! <laughs> We've done a deep dive. I, yeah, it's going pretty well so far. Excited to see, you know, where it ends up compared to my last sale. I'm also planning to go to the Goodwill bins in Fort Worth tomorrow. Yes. I did some research this week, looking at their hours, like checking their website for any like rules. And I'm so curious of how this is going to go because on the website, they're making it seem so casual, easy breezy. And it just seems like... <laughs> That's kind of intense. Yeah. There's always some kind of rules and, you know, whatever. But we'll see. They open at 8 a.m. tomorrow. So I'm planning to drive up to Fort Worth pretty early and try to get part know, of that first there. session. Yeah. So yeah. I've heard the land, but I've heard that the bins really differ with the rules from yeah. place to place so some are like it's just literally walk in they kind of rotate like as you're shopping little by little 
Some are like that. So it'll yeah. be, I'm really dying to hear how yours are. At Phoenix, they literally shut down for an hour and switch them all out. And there's a lot of rules going on. Yeah. That's how it seemed on the website. It was like, oh, we'll just, you know. Yeah. Because I've been around. But I mean, we'll see. And I'll definitely report back next week on all of the details on how it goes. I will be going alone. So I'm a little scared. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard on Instagram people say like, Oh, like I didn't even shop the new bins. And I, that always confused me because in Phoenix, like it's all new bins when they first come out, mm. you know? But I think I'm just so curious. I can't wait to hear about it. It would make way more sense to kind of do them sporadically. Right. I feel like rather than shut down for a whole hour. I don't know. But yeah. we'll see. I'm really excited about that. Hoping to get some new items there. Woohoo. All right. So this week's listener QA. We received a suggestion on Instagram to do an episode about how to get started with Pirate Ship for Mercari, all the details of that, getting that set up. And we figured we would just do it as a listener question. Yes. So over the summer, we did do a full episode about our limited knowledge about Mercari. I like the question with how Pirate Ship fits into that because pretty much on Mercari, for the most part, we do choose the option where you can ship the item out on your own rather than getting a shipping label through Mercari. Two reasons why I like doing this are because I think you can get a better profit sometimes by getting the discount with Pirate Ship to buy the label. And also because Mercari makes it kind of tricky to print the labels with your thermo thermal printer if you buy the label oh, really? through one of their options. Yeah, it always wants to default to that like eight and a half by 11 page size and there's like not really a good workaround. I always end up watching like a YouTube video trying to figure out how to do it. And I usually end up just pulling out Rick's printer from college and printing it on regular paper. Um, but on pirate ship, it's super easy to just like, you know, make a label and then it prints really nicely on the thermal printers that we have. Definitely. Yeah. I really like using pirate ship for Mercari sales as well, because then it kind of, keeps track of how like all of the shipping labels you've bought mm -hmm. through them and you can run reports on there just like you can on like Poshmark and stuff to see you know how much you've spent on pirate ship you don't need to like go through all your Mercari listings and like add it up or yeah anything. so that's really nice but basically what we do for Mercari is when we're listing the item we select the option where it's like ship on your own and then I guess our strategy for Mercari is lightweight items, <laughs> things yeah. that'll be easy to ship for a lower cost since Poshmark is kind of our main platform that we use at this point. So then when the item sells, we'll weigh the item on a scale, or if you don't have the scale, you can kind of like eyeball it or Google like how much does like a t-shirt way just to get like an idea if you don't have the scale i'm not sure if you could go to the post office and like use their scale or what. i think you can on that self-service literally never once done that but <laughs> check it out you could check it out <laughs> and then once you have the weight so say it's like 9.6 ounces then you'll go on to pirate ship and just select create a new label and then if you go to the order Sorry, I'm like flipping back and forth, but 
if you go to the order on Mercari, it'll show you the full like shipping address, the customer's name, and all of that. So you can just copy that whole address into Pirate Ship. There's like a box where you can do the whole address at once rather than like street apartment number. Like, yeah, I really like that part. Just, Me too. I didn't realize that was there for a while, so I kept doing the street. Oh, really? City. Normally, once you type in the street, it would kind of autofill, so it wasn't horrible. But mm. yeah, there is a box where you can just. Like what Maddie said, it's way faster. Yeah. So then you'll select what what packaging supplies you'll be using. So if you're using like a box or a mailer or USPS supplies, there's like a drop down to select. Most of the time we're using a poly mailer. So there's like a little picture of one that you'll just select that. And then you can put in the dimensions of the mailer and then also the weight. And it'll generate a price for you. So I think it will give you options of like different shipping carriers. So, you know, whatever your preference is, we usually just use the post office because it's the cheapest. And then, oh, the Amazon guy just rolled up to my house. I think he's dropping off my mailers. <laughs> Delivery. <laughs> She's down to like nine of the big size mailers. You guys. Yeah. So this oh, could come hilarious. soon enough. <laughs> And then you can print the shipping label right from Pirate Ship as well. And then also there's a, it'll give you like a tracking number that you can just hit copy and then copy that back into their Macari listing and it, it'll like mark it as shipped. So that's kind of our process for using Pirate Ship for Mercari sales. One thing we also really like about Pirate Ship and is surprising to a lot of people is that it is free to make an account on Pirate Ship. It's not like you have to pay like a monthly mm, yeah. service fee to use it. Um, it's completely free. You just have to make an account um, using like your email, password, just normal stuff. And then whenever you're buying a label, you just it just saves your payment information in there. So you have to set that up the first time. But other than that, it's really nice when you make more sales, you, you just hit buy yeah. label and you're on your way very, very fast. And it is definitely the best price that we've been able to find for shipping on your own. I know if you go to the post office or like to UPS or FedEx, you can kind of pay an arm and a leg sometimes to ship something out. So it's a good yeah. way to kind of compare prices all at one, one stop, make sure you're getting the best price. And yeah, that way you're able to maximize your profit. Definitely. The big thing too about weight is if it is under one pound, it's cheaper to use a label and a poly mailer. I mean, if it's yes. over one pound, it's cheaper to buy a label that's for a like two day priority flat rate um, mailer so like you can use the usps supplies it's cheaper to just use one of their mailers than using your own if it's over a pound yes. so i think that's the big thing to keep in mind of when you're like weighing an item of what side of one pound it's on to decide which kind of mailer you're going to use i think if you use i was checking it the other day if you use like the normal mailer or like a you know, fun poly mailer and it's over a pound, it's going to be a few dollars more than if you were to just use the free supplies one. So definitely keep a few on hand if you are making sales on Mercari and 
yeah, just something to keep in mind. And then I think the last thing to keep in mind would just be <laughs> as far as <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I didn't. we keep both. Maybe we should have made this an episode. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of info. Well, the last thing to keep in mind is just when it comes to your pricing on Mercari, just make sure yeah, if you yeah. are going to be shipping on your own, price your item accordingly. Typically, if you price it about the same as what you have it listed for on Poshmark, since you're paying less of a fee on Mercari, plus like the shipping of it all, um, it's pretty equal. But just keep in mind of what the item is. Like Maddie said, we typically list the lighter weight items on Mercari because we're kind of cheap about the shipping. But if it is a heavier weight item, don't be afraid to bump up your total price higher if you're going to be the one covering the shipping, just so it's in line with what you're actually going to have to pay. Definitely. And you get the same profit back. Yeah, I'll do that a lot. And when I'm copying listings from Poshmark to Mercari, I'm like bumping up the price by a few dollars just to like make up that difference since I will be no, covering you're... the shipping cost, which I think yes. still works out where it's a little cheaper on Mercari because the Poshmark shipping cost is like $7 for the buyer. So yes. Check out my Mercari. And <laughs> <laughs> save you a bundle. <laughs> All right. So next up, we are bringing to you live our Posh News Update. Each week, we'll give you an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, or what's going on in the reseller community. All right, for this week's Posh News Update, staying right with the theme of Pirate Ship, we saw that Pirate Ship had sent out an email recently kind of outlining their suggestions of how you should handle shipping around the holidays, especially when it comes to like timeline and making sure things arrive on time for Christmas. We talked about this in past episodes, but obviously there's been shipping delays the whole like last year plus and the holiday season coming up doesn't look like it's going to be much different. So um, if people are shopping items for gifts, it's really important that we're trying to get them there on time for the customer. So the date they listed out in the email for priority mail is December 18th. So they're saying if you ship your item before December 18th, it will arrive by Christmas day. So like Taylor was saying, that's just something nice to keep in mind. If someone is messaging you about purchasing an item and they mention like, oh, this is a gift, like a Christmas gift or something like that. And it's December 22nd. It, probably is the right thing to do to just mention like, Hey, I don't, I don't think it's going to make it by December 25th. Just wanted to let you know, just so you can sleep easy. <laughs> yeah. And like, I know when we just talked about pirate trip, how it gives you all the different options, just making sure that if you are getting closer to, you know, a holiday or an event, someone's needing something for between the shipping options, make, make sure we're, we're talking about the priority mail one here, not the one that's like ground transport that could take like eight days or something. Right. So just make sure, especially when you're accepting an offer on Mercari around, you know, in December here, if, if it is getting close to that 18th and you are going to need to be purchasing the priority mail rather than like the cheapest ground one, just take that into consideration with like what offers you're accepting if you're paying for shipping on your own. Definitely. Also something to keep in mind We've talked about sending the, I could ship this out today <laughs> message. Yes. That could be something that we could do on like December 16th, 17th, 
just to give us a little more time of saying like, hey, I could ship this out today and it'll be there by Christmas. Yes. Um, I'm so hesitant to say that, just like hearing how bad the shipping like, is backed <laughs> up, but that's what Pirate Ship is saying, so. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll make you feel better about, you could say that like the first half of December and it's yes. like, okay, the odds are in your favor. Yes. Yes, for sure. But December 18th, you got to cut off those messages. <laughs> <laughs> like we're hoping for the a little Christmas magic to get this to you in time. <laughs> All right. So that brings us to the main event, Black Friday. So we thought it would be fun to first just talk about our relationship with Black Friday. What have we done in years past? What did we do growing up and all of that? Yes. Yeah, so we grew up in a Black Friday family. We <laughs> definitely participated in waking up early. Back in the day, it was always just in the morning on Friday. None of that Thursday night starting Thursday afternoon. Back in our childhood, it always started actually on Friday morning. It kept getting earlier and earlier every year, but like originally it was like maybe six, maybe four, somewhere mm, in there. Yeah. I mean, we always had a pretty full Thanksgiving day where we'd be bopping around seeing as much family as possible, hitting, it kind of reminds me of the Gilmore Girls episode where they go to like four different Thanksgiving. You and I are like, that's nothing. We would go to like at least five or six (laughs) Um, and then make it home and try to get a few hours of sleep before our mom would come wake us up to do a little shopping. Yeah. And at the Thanksgivings, like towards the end of the day, once everyone's done eating, we would be like looking at the ads from the newspaper to like check out all the deals and get our game plan together of like where we want to go first and all of that. Yes. That is like such a thing. I would say on like all sides of our family, all throughout the Thanksgiving day, one of our grandmas would be coming out with that recent newspaper catalog with like the The JCPenney's deals, the Target. Yeah. Yeah. Start getting a lay of the land. Definitely. What do you think were like our go-to stops for Black Friday from what you remember, especially like growing up? I remember we would always drive by like Friday. Oh, sorry. Thursday night. Like we're coming home from our last Thanksgiving and we're going home, but we'd always drive by the mall because we lived like probably like five minutes away from the biggest like mall in our area Mm -hmm. and we just like check out all the people that were like camped out (laughs) at all the stores and it was always the best buy where there would be like tents of people sitting outside and it was just like I don't know it's just like a spectacle to see yes (laughs) they're waiting in line for like guitar hero one or something yes well and also you need to keep in mind this is back when we lived in Wisconsin, Thanksgiving is cold out. So people yeah. would be out there like bundled up. Sometimes it'd be snowing. Yeah. So it's not like just, it's not even the waiting outside hours in advance. That was crazy. It's like in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Incremental weather. Yes. And, but I think our main stops were always like Target, Kohl's, Bath and Body Works. Got to go hard on that. <laughs> we had a phase for a while at the mall where we would always need to be at the door at Herberger's because they have like a $5 gift card. Yeah. Yeah. It was basically whoever had the best like doorbuster. (laughs) (laughs) We were fickle. We would go anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. I guess like, I can't think of really any time where we were like really scoring on any like crazy Black Friday (laughs) deal, but we just like wanted to be there, you know, be part of it. (laughs) 
For sure. I remember our mom one year, she like went out with us really early in the morning and then she went out later and got us like a GameCube. And that was like our big gift of the year was the GameCube. Yes. And she had to get it while we weren't with her, but we were with her shopping. Oh, she's so. trying to lose us at Bath and Body Works so yeah. she could sneak over to get the GameCube. <laughs> yeah. Even in recent years, I've still gone out with like our mom and our sisters and Bjorn, my husband will come with and none of us really like get a lot of stuff or we're just like getting like clothes for ourselves. I feel like we always end up at like JCPenney, but yes. one year recently we lost Bjorn for like three hours and I was oh, like, do no. we go home? Like, you know, cause like it's easy to lose people in a crowd, especially if you're like going into a fitting room or something and he's not answering his texts. And I'm like, is he like, mad like what happened (laughs) have we been here too long and then we found him just like at another store and he got all this stuff and like he scored the most that day he got a pepper grinder which we still use he got these like like sphere ice cube trays that he likes to use for like mixed drinks and stuff Mm -hmm. And yeah, he was just having a ball. It was like the most random thing. And all the rest of us got like nothing. Lost track of time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In later years. So that's, that's, I kind of associate Black Friday shopping more with like high school and earlier for me, because like in my early twenties is when I started working retail. So then I feel like I'd always have to work Black Friday. And I feel like when I worked in our hometown at the mall there for the first couple of years, it was always one of the stops where you guys would come visit me and bring me a Gloria Jean's coffee, if you know, you know. Yes. (laughs) Um, And our other sister, Tessa, also worked at the same mall at a different store. So you guys would do a little circuit to bring us some treats, get us through the shift. And now we do that for our sister, Chloe. (laughs) True. Yes. But yeah, so I guess the last few years for me, that's basically what Black Friday has looked like is, you know, a lot of weeks of preparation for it at the store and then working a crazy long shift and working all the days leading up to it that weekend. So this is going to be weird. This is my first year, like not having, having to work Black Friday, you know? Yeah. So what are you going to do this year? (laughs) I'm so torn because part of me is like, I did love going Black Friday shopping growing up just to like see what, you know, what's going on, what the deals are. And, but part of me, that's like half of me. And then the other half of me is like, I just want to stay home for once, like not be a part of it at all. And like, have like a spa day. Sleep in. I usually have to wake up at like two in the morning on Black Friday typically. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I want to do. I'm sure, I'm sure I might at least make an appearance, even if it's later on in the day. Yeah. I just remember this is like kind of random, but it's just like my funny, this is like what makes me want to stay home because it was just so horrible. But I remember for like one of the Black Fridays in the last couple of years, I I had to work. And since I was like the store manager, I was in charge of like, we had like a budget to basically bring a bunch of snacks and food and like lunch stuff for the break room because it's really hard to leave on your break when it's Black Friday, you know? parking lots are full you can't like really it's like bring your own lunch or like fast. you're hungry yeah 15 minutes goes fast <laughs> plus we like always want to have like candy and just like try to keep it fun for like everyone working back in the break room so we'd always have it fully stocked and one of the mornings I was gonna go get like some of the stuff to fill the break room 
And I had already gotten like some stuff, but then it's like, I decided we didn't have enough. Like I need to get a little bit more. So I'm like, okay, I'll just go to Walmart on my way into my shift. Walmart is not a quick stop for grocery shopping on Black Friday yeah, morning. That was a mistake. What was I thinking? I like go in, the line is like all around the store. Like, what? Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> holding like a TV. Yeah. Literally. I'm like, I just wanted to get like two more bags of Snickers. I just canceled it. I'm like, yeah. it's going to be good enough. <laughs> That's probably the right call. Yeah. I haven't decided what I'm going to do for Black Friday yet either. Yeah, I need to do some research on what the deals are this year to figure out where I want to go. There is a Kohl's like right by me, and I don't really shop at Kohl's a lot, but except for Black Kohl's Friday. And Black Friday <laughs> are just like it. <laughs> I feel like it is fun to just like, you know, be a part of it. And you can get a lot. I, a few years I've gotten like a lot of my gifts all done in that one morning if you can actually plan it out well and, you know, know what you're looking for, which is just definitely fun. And it's fun. Then you can get the wrapping paper and knock it all out. But this is kind of off topic, but kind of goes into like Thanksgiving. Have you thought about when you're going to put your Christmas tree up? Like, what are you doing with that? What's happening? Ooh. Have you gone full Christmas already? What's the plan? Okay, well, I this is my first year living in a house. <gasps> and we only had this little Christmas tree. I bought it when we lived in Iowa, like the day after Christmas at Target. And it's like, probably like three feet tall. Yes. And that's just been the Christmas tree because it's like, well, where am I going to store a huge, you know, Christmas tree when we're moving all the time. So mm -hmm. I need to buy a Christmas tree. <laughs> I'm excited to actually have like a full Christmas tree this year. Definitely fake because my husband is allergic to everything. So mm -hmm. we won't be like having a real tree or anything like that. But we're yeah. team fake tree as well. I feel yeah. like that's what you grew up with. That's what you know people I having a real tree is just shocking to me like like doesn't it die you have to water it i heard then you have to like go put it on your front lawn after yeah it's like i mean it's very nice and beautiful i mean it does seem fun to go chop one down i would say oh like, that yeah. seems like a fun winter activity that i've always kind of had fomo about but and the like pros are not way at the cons yeah is nice like it's a little more christmas cheer but yeah, I feel like I'll definitely be decorating more this year than I have in the past, just because I've lived in like apartment buildings the last few years where like they have like a big tree in the lobby and like mm -hmm. candy canes and like, you know, Santa hats and everything's like really holly jolly and fun. And or like in the office, there'd be like decorations and stuff where now I like work from home. <laughs> well, and, <laughs> and if you're just living house. in a one bedroom apartment, it's like by the time you get a Bath and Body Works like candy cane candle <laughs> going and like two That's stockings good. up, it's like festive as can be everywhere you look. Definitely. <laughs> but I feel like I might set it up before Thanksgiving. I know. So when we moved into our house last year, we moved in on like the weekend of Thanksgiving. And this is our first house that we've ever had too. And that was like one of the first purchases that we made after we bought oh, our yeah. house was a, a tall Christmas tree because our living room has like tall ceilings. And it made like no sense because like we literally like didn't buy furniture for that room before. <laughs> like we literally prioritized buying the Christmas tree first. Um, but I've been itching to put it up again this year. And then, Maddie, you should go look. It might be – I don't know if this is too weird. You might just want to go get a new one. But so Christmas trees are kind of expensive. And I was at Goodwill the other day, and they literally had, like, 20 
they were like nicer than the Christmas tree I bought that like are yeah. tall and big and they're like cheap. They're from Goodwill. <gasps> Maybe they'll you be one look. at the bins tomorrow. <laughs> oh my God. You needed to swing into a regular Goodwill. Cause I've been to like three okay. different Goodwills this month and like they all have like 12 trees. Something's up. Yeah. I'll definitely look into that. Last year I bought a oven mitt that's like Christmas themed and I just use it year round. <laughs> that's what uh, Rick's mom, my mother-in-law bought us like their hand towel or like dish mm, towels. Yeah. Um, and they have a pug wearing a Santa hat and I, you know, we have a pug. So like I, that is, we can't only use that in December. We've just been using that. Like that's just on the rotation with the rest of the dish towels. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, looping, bringing us back into the topic, Black Friday. So when it comes to like reselling, this is really our first Black Friday that we're both really participating in as resellers. Last year, we were on, I was on a little bit of a hiatus with Poshmark during November and Maddie was traveling. So she didn't do too much for like really anything with reselling. Okay, correction. I'm realizing I did. I went to, I was in Dallas last year. We were visiting and like looking at houses and stuff before I lived here. And yes. I went to the Salvation Army on Black Friday. I'm oh my gosh, holding out having, on the outline. They were having a sale. I just realized that right now that that's when I got all that stuff. So speak nice. for <laughs> Salvation Army sales. We've, we've talked about that before, but you know, always... every holiday I'm there. Every holiday, Maddie is first in Those line. are my holiday plans. <laughs> yeah. So those are my holiday. That's one tradition you can. So yeah, this is our first year though of like, I mean, it's different when you're traveling and sourcing than if you're, you know, in your home court. <laughs> so what we wanted, some of the different places that we source and if we should expect them to be running a Black Friday sale, because that'd be good for us to know when it comes to sourcing. And we figured it would be good for, if you're listening to this, to start thinking about the places where you source and if they might be having a sale. So starting off with Salvation Army. Yes. So I did go to the Salvation Army sale last year. It seems like for every holiday, they do a 50% off sale. Sometimes they do like a two day event where it's like one day the furniture is half off one day the clothes just to like mm. try to keep the crowds down. But that's their typical sale is just straight 50% off everything. And yeah, I found a lot of good stuff last year on the Black Friday sale. I've gone on the 4th of July. I think I went on like Memorial <laughs> Labor Day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Surprised you weren't there for Veterans Day yesterday. <gasps> but yeah, so Salvation Army, they're no, they're usually doing the 50% off from what, from what you've seen. Yep. And then we just kind of did a quick Google search of Goodwill. Um, so Goodwill of Arizona has like a few different regions. And we looked at a couple of them. It looks like basically the same sale. Basically every week, typically they have one color tag that's on a special deal either be half off or and then they have a different color tag that's one dollar but for black friday it looks like they're gearing up to have two of the colored tags so like purple Ooh. and blue will both be half off nice. that weekend um and then like the other whatever the one dollar tag is there's also a second color for one dollar tags too so some good deals to be had there we saw Nordstrom Rack is running some Black Friday sales as well. It was a little hard to tell, though, if they were just like 
It might just be a marketing scheme. Yeah. <laughs> because it because was like, it was like 65% off, but it's like, it's always Aren't on. you guys always at? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I've just been highlighting their regular deals. <laughs> unknown. <laughs> might need to look into that one a little further. And then also Plato's Closet. They typically are, each individual store is kind of doing their own sale, different styles of sales. So that would be something... I think I'm definitely going to keep up, be on the lookout for if I'm over at Plato's in the next couple of weeks, just to see if they have any signs up about sales or yes. just asking an employee if they're having any sales for Black Friday. I've also followed, like, it seems like all of the Plato's closets have like an individual account for yes. like each store. So go on Instagram and find like your local Plato's closet store because that is where I find out when they're having like, I'm sure they'll be posting whatever they're going to be doing for Black Friday on there as well. Because they're always hyping up whatever sales. Sale, yeah. yeah, that's a good place to check for that. And then sometimes they even give previews of like some of the stuff that's going to be hitting the floor, which is kind of exciting to see. But Definitely. yeah, with Play-Dohs, it kind of seems like it's different place to place. So you kind of, it's, it seems like we know there will be a sale of some type, but so you can be as prepared as possible um, and know like the store hours that day. You want to research it in advance. And just something to keep in mind, you know, just general Black Friday, there's probably going to be, you know, more traffic and more people out shopping. So, you know, if you're playing, if you usually on a Saturday go to like three different Goodwills to go sourcing it's probably going to take longer to do all of that just because there are a lot of people that also hit these stores on holidays. Like at the Salvation Army, there's always like a really long line on the holidays at the checkout just because mm -hmm. they don't have a ton of extra workers that they can like pull from. So it's just something to keep in mind. Bring, you know, make sure you have snacks. It'd <laughs> be a water. -through <laughs> so you're not fatigued. <laughs> easy things but if you don't do it you'll be kicking yourself <laughs> yes and then the last thing for black friday and reselling is consider if you are going to be running a sale for like black friday or i know cyber monday is like a big one now with black friday weekend for shopping online so i feel like i would include like shopping on poshmark as shopping online if, if you are going to be wanting to do some type of sale i would start kind of thinking ahead right now figuring out what sale you want to run, how you're going to promote it. Cause kind of like how with my birthday sale, it was over my birthday. You might be a little busy over Thanksgiving weekend too, having plans with family. So you want to make sure it's something manageable and something that you're going to be able to keep up with. Also, if you're not planning to run a sale, I'm sure Poshmark will be running like closet clearouts and stuff that weekend, especially oh, good with point. like Cyber Monday. They might even have some like extra kind of perks in there to push sales because on their end, they obviously want to, you know, high sales total for the month too. We do have an episode where we go over everything closet clear out related. So check that out if you haven't. Um, and keep that in mind as another way to boost your sales over Black Friday weekend. Definitely. I feel like Black Friday weekend is always like the true like kickoff. I know people are have already started like gift shopping, but it's like really when everyone needs to like get down to business with the gift shopping. So I'm sure even if you don't run a sale, it will still be a, 
you could still make really good sales on Poshmark, just taking advantage of like closet clear out or just even doing a good job communicating with buyers that weekend. Awesome. Well, that brings us to our last segment of the day, which is also our favorite segment, the goals, goals update. All right. So we are in November now. We set some goals last week. What are your updates? <laughs> I have like good updates this week. I feel like typically during goals update the last few months, it's been like, <laughs> it's going to be an uphill battle. But I'm happy to report. So it's November 12th as we're recording this. And for sales right now, I'm at $2,336, which is like by far the highest I've ever been this early in the month. Yeah, that's crazy. I think my sale played a big part in that. So I'm hoping to keep the momentum going all month long. And I know I'm going to be thinking about what I want to do for Black Friday if I want to do something because I really want to end this month as my best month ever. Yeah, my goal for the month is 5,000. I'm a little under halfway there and we're a little under halfway through the month. So that's really good. The other two goals, not as exciting to report back on. So my first goal was a listing goal of 10 items per day or 70 items per week. Uh, We're at November 12th, and I'm only at 51 new listings for November. Like I said, I kind of took the week off besides running my sale. So (laughs) that's something I got to get back on the ball with uh, for the rest of the month because my active listings are dwindling after my sale now. So I need to stock up on more sweaters and jeans for sure. Just even glancing at my inventory. Yeah. Uh, I got to go sourcing. (laughs) Um, And then my other goal is to hit the bins once a week. Week one, nailed it. We went to the bins with you and Macy. But week two, I have not been to the bins yet. So I'm going to have to go this weekend if I want to stay on track with that goal. And then I want to probably plan a couple trips for next week now that I'm just back on my grind. Awesome. Well, at least goals two and three kind of go together. Once you go to the bins, then you'll have more to list. Yes. and (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) What about you? Like you were saying in other months, how it's always like uphill battle. Uh, yep, that's still me this one. <laughs> I was like, speak for yourself. Jeez. <laughs> so my goal is 1600 in gross sales. I'm only at 341 right now, which is rough, guys. I mean, <laughs> especially since I'm running the sale right now, like that's all from the sale. Like before that, I was making no sales. I think. For me, it was taking a week, maybe even two weeks off of listing new items. And Mm. I've really seen a dip in the amount of likes I get, which kind of, you know, translates into offers and sales. I've been doing a really good job of like sharing my closet three times a day and all of that. But having the new listings, I think has kind of been hurting me a little bit. So Definitely want to see that improve. I do have the sale going on right now, which I think will help, but I'm going to have to get something going. (laughs) I've noticed that too, where it's like, if you take a break from listing for like a week or two, it's like, you don't really even notice the drop off. Like the minute you stop listing, it's like two weeks later is when you start seeing it slow down. So I think maybe you're seeing that now too. So you just got to start listing again. You'll be just fine. Which I am going to the bins tomorrow, so that'll help. Oh, stay for like three or four sessions. You'll be good as new. (laughs) 
And then my other goals were to go to the bins in Fort Worth, which like I said, I'm going tomorrow. So hopefully I'll check that one off and at least have something positive to report back. And then my third goal is thank you cards. I haven't started that yet. So, cricket, but cricket. we like Just we kidding. talked about what'd you say? Cricket, cricket. Yeah. <laughs> but like we talked about once you you can do a whole batch of them at once and then you're set so it's kind of just an like a one day thing take an hour so yeah print a bunch of them off cut them out and then you're done so there's it's gonna be like your photography goal from last month where it's like yeah you didn't check it off but then it's like it only takes like one hour once you decide that you have time to do it definitely and then it'll be done for the whole month so definitely so yeah, those are our updates. We'll report back next week on how everything's going. But other than that, we'll be back next week with another episode. And yeah, we have some exciting episodes planned for the upcoming weeks when it comes to holidays. So get excited. I might change our Instagram profile picture again. Maybe some Santa hats are in order. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Sisters Who Posh. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us five stars, write a little review. We love reading those. Yay. I, che- I checked those this morning, actually, and we had a couple new ones. So thank you so much. We love getting the five stars. Awesome. You want to get us I'll- something for Christmas? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Also, if you have a question or listener win you would like to hear on an upcoming episode, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, send us a DM to Sisters Who Posh, or you can email us at sisterswhoposh at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Love you, Maddie. Bye. Like this show and want to make your own? Oh, God. Save us. Was that you? That was me. I thought something glitched. (laughs) It sounded way too, I was like, ah. I kind of went really close to the mic.